going on, everybody? It's Wyatt here for another episode of JWB's Wide Receiver Weekly Rankings Show. I'm here to break down my top 24 wide receivers for Week 7. If you're new here, you're not subscribed yet, and you enjoy this video, please like and subscribe. It would mean a lot to us. We are on our way to our goal of 2,500 subscribers by the end of the season, and we're on our way there. We'd appreciate your help. It would mean a lot to us. For all those who are subscribed back again watching this, I appreciate you very much. Before I roll this intro, though, I just want to say, you got any wide receivers that you think have an awesome matchup this week that you're really excited to start? Jump down in the comments of this video and let me know who you're excited about. Welcome. You're listening to JWB Fantasy Football. Thanks for listening. First things first, a little bit of accountability let you all know that so far this year on the fancy pros accuracy contest i am in the top 25 percent of wide receiver rankers i'm not having the best year overall admittedly but at least i'm holding up my end of the bargain on the wide receivers for this show uh if you want to find the rest of my rankings and the rest of our team's rankings from me myself uh tyler and skylar you can go over to jwbfantasyfootball.com to find all of those and also make sure to check back each day as updates happen we will tweak those rankings slightly as things happen so this is here to help you get those lineups ready to go and then you can check back to make sure that those lineups are still ready to go based on anything that's happened in the meantime uh also quick little thing here as i mentioned points per game and that kind of stuff i'll be always talking about half ppr as that is what our rankings are based off of all right let's get into this Wide receiver 24 for me is Terry McLaurin. He is ECR wide receiver 23. Playing the Giants, who are the 12th best matchup for wide receivers this year. Terry McLaurin leads the, the commanders currently with a 19.6% target share, which is honestly not that much for wide receiver one, but it's been better over the last three games, up to 22.6% in those three games. He's only the wide receiver 32 in points per game this year with 10.3, but he's only had one touchdown so far this year. You'd expect that number to be higher, especially with Sam Howell, honestly, throwing a lot of touchdowns this year. I think more is coming Terry McLaurin's way. This is a good matchup. Should be a solid week for him. Wide receiver 23 for me is Jacoby Myers, who's ECR wide receiver 25. I am surprised to be this much higher, uh, two spots higher than um, ECR, really, because I expected everybody to have him in his top in their top 24 just makes a lot of sense for him. He's playing against the Bears, who middle of the road matchup for wide receivers, but they they're a really bad defense. I think you can basically score however you want against the Bears. It's just most teams are beating the Bears and they don't have to pass a lot. But Myers has a 14.5 uh points per game this year, which is actually wide receiver 12 uh on a 21.9% target share. That's right. Jacoby Myers is a wide receiver one currently in fantasy football. He's been one of the best. Uh, values that were you could have had in drafts this year. Just having an absolute career year. Uh, I'm expecting a big day from him this week. Wide receiver 22 for me is Michael Pittman. He's ECR wide receiver 26. And I understand why people are lower. He is playing the, against the Browns to give the least points to wide receivers this year. The Browns have been absolutely fantastic defense. If you watched any of the shows that I've done uh, for the good, the bad, and the box score, where I do my recap, I've talked about how good the Browns defense has been and how you have to downgrade your players against them. To me, this wide receiver 22 is downgrading Michael Pittman. He's got 28% target share this year. He's fourth among wide receivers in targets. He's seventh among wide receivers in receptions. 
The touchdowns have not been there for him yet this year. He's another one of these wide receivers where this touchdown regression should be coming their way. And with Anthony Richardson out, they're actually it's actually better for Michael Pittman because we know that the Colts are going to pass more often than run. It's certainly a lot more than they would with Anthony Richardson. Um, and I expect Michael Pittman to still get plenty of volume in this game. Uh, I think the Browns are going to lead this game and the Colts are going to be playing from behind. And we've seen that the Colts are not afraid to just drop back and pass over and over again, even up to 50 times, which they've done this season. So I don't think it's going to be pretty for Michael Pittman, but I do think he will get there on volume. Wide receiver 21 for me is Devonta Smith. He's ECR wide receiver 14. I sit here seven spots behind ECR with Devonta Smith. I've continued to be behind ECR on Devonta Smith this year as he is uh, only averaging six points per game since week two, uh, really having a rough go at it. Now, he does have a good matchup this week. He's playing against the Dolphins, who have uh, given up a lot of points this year. Uh, but like I said, the, those la- these uh, last four weeks or so for him have just not been good. It's like a, He's wide receiver 40 on the year, even including those big games he had to start the year. This offense has changed. And it's not quite as efficient as it was to passing uh, to everybody. A.J. Brown is still doing fine, but everybody else is kind of struggling in the passing game. So I just keep finding myself behind ECR here. Wide receiver 20 for me is D.J. Moore, who's ECR wide receiver 17, another player I'm a little bit behind on. He's playing against the Raiders, who give up the 10th most points to wide receivers. It's a good matchup, but Justin Fields is not expected to play this game, and it'll be Tyson Badgett starting. Uh, the rookie, the unheralded rookie, who did not look particularly good in the time he played last week. The good thing for this was that he did kind of hyper-target DJ Moore in his time out there, but I do not expect Tyson Badgen to play well in this game, even against a good defense. Uh, it's one thing, like he wasn't particularly good in, last week in his, in his time that he came again, but it's like one thing when a player comes in the middle of the game, the defense is not prepared for, it's kind of hard for them to adjust mid game. When a team has a week to prepare for Dyson Tyson Badgett, which I'm sure the Raiders are doing because it really sounds like Justin Fields is not play. I'm worried about that. And while DJ Moore should see a large target share, I'm worried how many targets that will actually be with how bad the Bears could be on offense with Tyson Badgett as a quarterback and how good those targets will be. Wide receiver 19 and wide receiver 18 for me, Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley currently playing as I record. Kirk is ECR wide receiver 19. Ridley is ECR wide receiver 21 um, playing against the Saints tonight. In the first half, Ridley went uh, five targets, five catches, 46 yards, well on his way to a nice day. Ridley, though, no targets in the first half. Uh, Saints have been shutting him down, not really letting him get open so far this year, allowing uh, the Jaguars to just get all the underneath stuff, and which honestly makes sense as a defense to do. Uh, probably a mistake on my part to have Ridley ahead of Christian Kirk. Uh, I know that Christian Kirk is a really good player against man coverage, which the Saints do a good amount of, but I still expect to Calvin Ridley to have an okay day, and I always uh, think of Calvin Ridley as being the player who can have the much larger games than Christian Kirk because he gets those downfield targets. If one of these two is going to have that 100 yards in a touchdown game, like it's more likely to be Calvin Ridley. But unfortunately, not working out so far. Hopefully, things change in the second half and he at least gets enough points to save his day a little bit. Wide receiver 17 for me is Tyler Lockett, who's ECR wide receiver 16, 
playing the Cardinals, who are actually the seventh best matchup for wide receivers this year. They started off okay, but uh, they've really fallen down here and uh, given up a lot of points to wide receivers now. Uh, Tyler Lockett leads the Seahawks in targets, but actually only has 10.1 points per game. Uh, not hitting on as many downfield targets as he has in the past. And that could change at any moment, which is why I still have him up here at wide receiver 17. But he is not leaving living up to that so far. But I do think that this offense is good enough. Tyler Lockett's good enough. Geno Smith is good enough. Like I expect this to come around for him. Wide receiver 16 for me is Marquise Brown. He's an ECR wide receiver 15. Playing the Seahawks, who are the second best matchup for wide receivers. Marquise Brown, uh, he's actually 20th in points per game this year with 11.5, which is not too bad. Uh, much better than we were really expecting. Even those of us who were in on Marquise Brown didn't expect quite this much with Joshua Dobbs. But the thing is, is he actually has less than 62 receiving yards in all but one game this year. He has had some good touchdown luck, I would say, with Joshua Dobbs. And I don't know how much of that we're actually going to continue to get as long as Dobbs is quarterback. So it's a little bit worrisome there, but it's a really good matchup. I, I think he'll be able to play well in this game and score some fantasy points for us. Wide receiver 15 for me is Amari Cooper, who is ECR wide receiver 18. I'm ahead a few spots here playing against the Colts. Now, I think this has a lot to do with Deshaun Watson still being questionable and it seeming kind of likely like PJ Walker is going to play another game who's, you know, he's not a very good quarterback. We saw that last week, but we also saw that Amari Cooper can overcome that as he had uh, four catches for 108 yards last week with PJ Walker as his quarterback on the eight targets. He had obviously not a great catch percentage there, but we saw Amari Cooper making plays because he's a very good wide receiver and he can get open for PJ Walker. So, like I said, when I was talking about Michael Pittman, I think the Browns are going to be winning this game. I think they can put up some points on the Colts, regardless of who the QB is. I still expect Mario Cooper to have a good showing. Wide receiver 14 for me is Zay Flowers, who's ECR wide receiver 20. I'm way ahead here. Another one that I like wasn't expecting to be this high on Zay Flowers for the week compared to the ECR. He's playing the Lions, who give up the 13th most points to wide receivers this year. He leads the Ravens with a 27.7% target share. He got his first touchdown of the, the year last week, and that's what we need for him. I've talked about this in previous shows that he's getting all these targets, but they're all low A dot, and that just doesn't do a lot for us if they're not if he's not getting some targets down the field more, and he's not getting enough in the red zone to get one of these touchdowns. Like it wasn't gonna be good enough. Well, those that have been starting to change for him. He's starting to get some more work down the field. We saw him get this touchdown. It's a pretty good matchup. You know, the the Lions are very good against the run. They give up the least points to running back so far this year. I think, you know, path least resistance for the Ravens this game is going to be through the air. I think Zay Flowers is in for a great game. Wide receiver 13 for me is Mike Evans. He's also ECR wide receiver 13, playing the Falcons, who actually give up the fifth least points to wide receivers this year. Uh, still getting back from a hamstring injury a little bit. And because of that, he's had um, two bad games in a row these last two games, but he's still wide receiver 16 on the year in points per game because of how we started the season. I think as he is continuing to get healthy, we're going to start to see him and Baker Mayfield connect on some of those long plays again, and he can get back into form. Wide receiver 12 for me is DK Metcalf, who is ECR wide receiver 12 as well, playing the Cardinals 
who I mentioned before, are the seventh best matchup for wide receivers. He's just wide receiver 22 so far this year in points per game with 11.3 points per game. But if you've been watching these shows, you've heard me talk about the weird circumstances with the Seattle offense. This kind of goes for Tyler Lockett as well, but it's even more so for DK Metcalf because he had to miss part of a game with a bruised rib. Um, like, I still think the points are really coming. The big games are coming for DK Metcalf. He's being used downfield a lot, and uh, I, I think he's going to have one of these big games soon, even even possibly this week, where we see that like 100, over 100 yards and one or two touchdowns. Wide receiver 11 for me is Puka Nakua. He's ECR wide receiver 10, playing the Steelers who allow the fourth most points to opposing wide receivers. Last week was his first bad game of the year. He only had 4.6 points, but not to worry. He's still a large part of the offense with Cooper Cup back. He's had 11 targets and seven targets since he's come back. Two games ago, still had a very good game. This offense runs through Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua. Don't be concerned about that down week. He's ready to roll. Wide receiver 10 for me is Chris Olave, who's ECR wide receiver 11, also playing while I record his first half got a lot of targets, seven of them, only caught two for 17 yards. Pretty disappointing. Him and Carr have not been able to connect quite as much as we'd like. But that, that amount of volume is really encouraging. They're also losing this game. They're going to have to pass more in the, in the second half of this game. Hopefully, things turn around. Wide receiver nine for me is Brandon Ayuk, who's ECR wide receiver eight, playing the Vikings, who we know who are, are a pretty bad defense. He's wide receiver 15 in points per game uh, with 14 while leading the 49ers in targets despite actually missing a game. Brandon Ayuk is playing absolutely fantastic football this year. Uh, we kind of talked about this in our wide receiver rankings episodes before the season about how talented Brandon Ayuk really was and that we thought he was, you know, a top 15 wide receiver in the NFL. It's just like the 49ers offense that was really holding him down a little bit, but things have changed this year as he's just really stepped up his game even more and is playing extremely well. Wide receiver eight for me is Jalen Waddle, who's ECR wide receiver nine, playing the Eagles, who are the sixth best matchup for wide receivers. He's had one touchdown in each of his last two games and another one that was called back on a penalty after starting the season slowly. Jalen Waddle's getting back on track uh, for the, the Miami Dolphins. This is another great matchup and game for the Dolphins. It should be really high scoring. I'm excited for Jalen Wall. Wide receiver seven for me is Amon Ross St. Brown, who's ECR wide receiver six, playing the Ravens, who give up the seventh least points to wide receivers. But I'm less concerned about that with Amon Ross St. Brown running through the slot. Uh, it's really hard to stop a slot receiver because you can't press them. And Amon Ra is one of the best slot receivers in the NFL. Coming back last week from injury, he had 15 targets, 12 catches, 124 yards, and a touchdown in that first game this year with Jameson Williams, showing that he is still the alpha in that offense. No surprise to all of us here at JWB. He's tied for wide receiver 10 on the year with 16.2 points per game. Extremely safe player with a high floor who also has an incredibly high ceiling. Wide receiver 6 for me is Devontae Adams, who's ECR wide receiver 7, playing the Bears, who are as I mentioned previously, middle of the road against wide receivers this year. He's fallen to wide receiver 14 points per game these last two after these last two bad games uh, where he's been playing through injury. But we still know who Devontae Adams is. He's still commanding targets. We still expect him to command a lot of targets. 
And this might be a squeaky wheel game for him as he had some comments this week that kind of leads to a little bit of, I need to be more involved in this offense. I need to be the center of this offense. So maybe we get that squeaky wheel game and he explodes here. Wide receiver five for me is Keenan Allen, who's also ECR wide receiver five. Playing the Chiefs who give up the eighth least points to wide receivers this year. The Chiefs are currently a run funnel defense. What does that mean? That means that they are doing their best, doing everything they can to stop passing offenses and make opposing offenses run the ball against them. So you have to keep that in mind when you play your your players against them, but you're less concerned about Keenan Allen. Again, like I mentioned with Amon Ross St. Brown, someone who's really good on the slot, that kind of thing matters a little bit less for them. So far this year, Keenan Allen, wide receiver two on the year with 20.7 points per game. Uh, no Mike Williams, obviously, from the injuries helped boost this for him. Joshua Palmer's playing pretty well, but he's still not taking away anything from Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen's going to continue to be great. Wide receiver four for me is Stefan Diggs, who's ECR wide receiver three. Playing the Patriots, who are average this year against wide receivers. Stefan Diggs, though, wide receiver four on the year in points per game. And has five games of at least 100 receiving yards. I've said this before, but I think Stefan Diggs is playing likely the best football of his career this year. Wide receiver three for me is A.J. Brown, who's ECR wide receiver four. Playing the Dolphins, who allow the 10th most points to wide receivers this year. He has four straight games of at least 125 yards. But he only has two touchdowns this year, and they came in one game. So... These touchdowns should be coming for, for A.J. Brown. I've mentioned a couple times, but touchdown regression is absolutely coming in his favor. It has to, based on his career, the type of player he is, just law probabilities here, you know, with the wide receivers and how this works. Wide receiver two for me is Cooper Cup, ECR wide receiver two as well, playing the Steelers, who allow the fourth most points to opposing wide receivers, averaging 20 points per game in his two games this year after coming back from injury, over 100 receiving yards. In each game, what else can you say? Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. Wide receiver one for me, of course, is Tyreek Hill, who's also ECR wide receiver one playing the Eagles. Wide receiver one on the year with 23.3 points per game as the main weapon in that Miami offense, just absolutely crushing it this year. But that wraps things up for me. As I mentioned, you can find all of our rankings at jwbfantasyfootball.com. In the description of this video, you'll find the link to our free Discord where we're getting close to almost 600 members in there. So you know there's conversations happening every single day for about every single format. You can also find the link to our Patreon if you'd like any bonus content from us, which includes Dynasty roster reviews or uh, access to all of our experts for all your start-sit questions every single week. Lastly, if you are into best ball, you can sign up to to Underdog Fantasy, which is the best place for best ball with Coach JDWB for a first-time device match up to $100. Get in on some of these uh, dog bowls and battle royale drafts. They have these weekly best ball drafts that they've got going on. I appreciate all of you. As I mentioned in the beginning of the video, like and subscribe if you're enjoying these videos. I'll talk to you later.